Yeah, I don't understand yeah, why the Ride of Valkyries is so popular. I mean, like, it's catchy and everything, but it's kind of like, <laughs> I don't know. It's just like, it gets old over time. I mean, like I said, it's catchy, but like everybody wants to play it, and it's just like it gets old. Because it's a classic. Yeah, I guess. Hey, this is Craig Greenberg here on Comic Pop Library. North Africa is lost. You could serve Germany or the Fuhrer, not both. It's just that talk that had you sent here, Colonel. What I said was much worse. I serve my country, but I have betrayed my conscience. We need to kill Hitler. There has to be a chance of success. That's why you're here. Any problem on Earth can be solved with the careful application of explosives. But remember, nothing ever goes according to plan. If I fail, they'll come for you. All of you. I know. show the world but not all of us will like it with one word i can have you disappear we've been discovered every second we stand here there's a second lost if you want to live through the night you'll do exactly as i say operation valkyrie's in effect do you realize what you've done to another episode of comic popcorn movie brought to you by comic pop library i'm richard along with jonathan and logan and in today's episode we are going to be looking at valkyrie and we're going to let jonathan take it away dun 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 okay <laughs> so valkyrie in nazi germany during world war ii as a tide turned in favor of the Allies, a cadre of senior German officers and politicians desperately plot to topple the Nazi regiment before the nation is crushed in a near inevitable defeat. Mm-hmm. To this end, Colonel Claus von Stauffenberg, an army officer convinced he must save Germany from Hitler, is recorded... <laughs> is recruited to mastermind a real plan. To do so, he arranges for the internal emergency measure Operation Valkyrie to be changed to enable his fellows to seize control of Berlin after the assassination of the Fuhar. However, even as a plan is put into action, a combination of bad luck and human failings conspire on their own to create a tragedy that would prolong the greater one grouping Europe. Anyway, so Operation Valkyrie was actually the 15th attempt of trying to assassinate Hitler. But... Operation Valkyrie was something entirely different. It wasn't an assassination. 
Well, it, it was, was uh, the fifteenth attempt failed assassination. No, it, or it originated as even. It originated as an order for the army reserves yeah. to come in and take control if the Fuhrer should uh, be assassinated. Yeah, Valkyrie isn't the assassination itself; it's well, what, what they the used. Loophole. Yeah, like, it's a loophole that they used, and that's why it became the same name all in one. So it's kind of tied all together. Yeah, if you look at the, I mean, like at the end of the movie, though, it says that it was the fifteenth. And no, I'm not questioning that. I'm yeah. saying Operation Valkyrie was an operation that was put in place already by the Fuhrer, Adolf Hitler, to enact the reserves. They just used that to try that assassination attempt. Mm-hmm. And that's why it was a combination. That's why it has that same name. Right. Yeah. So, operation <clears throat> Valkyrie only came into effect after the assassination attempt happened. Yeah. And this is one where it came from Hitler's uh, fascination with right. old uh, mytholo- mythological characters or deities. Well, and you so see, the Valkyrie like, is one of those. When I was watching the movie, like there was in the like in one of the scenes mm-hmm. with Tom Cruise, he went to go with his family, and his family was his kids were playing with swords, and they were playing army, and yep. the Ride of the that Valkyries was playing on the gramophone. Yep. And like then the their house started shaking because of the what was whatever was going on. They went into the storm shelter, and I felt like that was a time that you know Tom Cruise or uh, Staffenberg um came up with his plan to uh try to assassinate Hitler for the better of Germany. Right. So by using Operation Valkyrie. Yeah. Yep. So it was for me that was the main like hit point that got to me and I was like, all right. So I mean and plus this film is so powerful in its own because like we're talking about one of the most harshest periods of time and it's just like it's just a powerful film for me it was anyway well it's one of those where of course being a history major i know some of the things that's going on but uh this one was one that i didn't know completely what was going to happen but it went from the trailers you had the scenes in the you know northern africa in the deserts with the panzers and everything and i thought oh we're going to get some of that but that was right at the beginning that's where all the action was and boom it's over right and you get him injured and then it becomes more of a spy type thriller yeah yeah than an action movie and even before the whole operation valkyrie he has to convince them to actually do it right Right. he barely does that kind of even even when he barely does convince them, they're still not too convinced. No. Which is True. one of like three different things that stopped him from succeeding, which he was pretty close anyways. Yep, and we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. But uh, it was kind of interesting. Uh, you know, this is a character. He makes you wonder because they didn't really explain how he became known to these other officers that right. want to do it. And the mean, only like, thing I can think of is possibly his journal got found yeah. after he was... Because he got his... Uh, I shot out basically. He got uh, his hand left hand off. and quite a few fingers of another one gone because of the explosion and right. all the everything that happened there. So I'm wondering if 
an officer found that and then forwarded it to well, these other officers. Because if that would have fell into a different set of hands, he'd be dead. He would have been right. dead right then. Well, we had no, you know, no I, continuation. I actually did a little bit of research on this. Okay. Before I came. And the people who were actually keeping that and and communications, and they wore gloves Mm -hmm. to make sure that their fingerprints were not found on some of these journals, Hmm. were two of the wives. It was Stauffenberg's wife and one of the Allies' wives. And they Hmm, were the ones who were trading notes back and forth. This is what's going to happen. This is how it's going to happen. And, like, they had a secret signal over like the telephones and we saw that on on the on the film as well it was uh uh fear here is dead right so the main thing that they did was they used their wives to their advantage because they knew that their wives would be a little bit more secretive with the kind of confidential information that they had people wouldn't suspect them right Mm -hmm. Yep. yep and even if people did. did suspect them, their wives wore gloves. So there wasn't, you know, too much evidence showing that they were involved in it. All right. Okay. But I know he got back. He got feeling better and all that. And he got introduced to this cadre of officers. And at first he was like, nope, not doing this because they're not serious. Because he's wanting, if he's going to do it or be a part of it, he wants it to go forward to the end, not just, oh, we'll try. But if something goes wrong, we'll back out real fast. Right. Which mm-hmm. I kind of understand. But at the same time, I'm kind of like, well, if something does go wrong, you do kind of need a backup plan and maybe step back a little bit. And mm-hmm. there was uh, an officer who was helping him. He, he said, you know, if anything does not go well, do not involve me in this or don't go in. Just leave it be. Yeah, what he should have done was waited till he was actually in one of the bunkers. True, because uh, basically the assassination attempt was going to be done at kind of like a retreat type deal. Right. Where the Fuhrer went over different battle elements and how the war was going and the generals were all there and then they would go out. And mm-hmm. he was assigned an attache, a lieutenant. Hold on just a moment here. Uh, lieutenant, Wolven, uh, lieutenant Werner von Hoften. And he just can't turn around flat out and says, I'm getting ready to do treason. You in for the ride? And he just kind of, the lieutenant just looked at him and said, sure. <laughs> <laughs> that's not how the movie actually went, but basically that's how well, it went. Well, <laughs> in history, that's actually how but, it went as well. So, you know, so, he took a big chance with that lieutenant yeah. just right yeah. there because he didn't know him from Adam. Mm-hmm. And, and, I mean, like, the lieutenant was one of his most best allies. It became his best one, yeah. Because even at the end, you saw what the lieutenant did for him. Uh, yeah. True. He gained his respect. To a degree, uh, Stauffenberg, I can admire him, but at the same time, I can say see the faults. Right. Because well, he was too one-dimensional. He, right. I mean, he, blinders. he had one plan yeah. in mind. And, I yeah. mean, like, I could see why where he was coming up with this plan because, you know— and it wasn't just Germany. It was a world mm-hmm. who had this evil man trying to dictate. I, I don't know where I'm going with this. 
No, oh, he's wanting to control the world. Yeah, he's wanting. To, that's what I no. was going with. I mean, yeah, this was it, the ultimate from the spy. This is true life, but this is basically what all your spy thrillers are based around. Is you know everybody they're wanting to control the world. Well, the Fuhrer actually was. This was the beginning right. of that concept. He was wanting to control the world, and that's, these brave men and women were working behind the scenes to try to stop it. And like you said, this was just one of. Well, this one was two attempts. Because the first yeah. one, both of them failed. Because remember, he tried the first yeah. time and he had to leave. Because uh, I can't remember why. Why did he not do it the first time? I don't remember. I was washing dishes while I was watching the movie. So, ah, uh, do you remember Logan? Why he didn't do it the first time? Something happened and he went out. I remember the oh the guy, other the general wasn't there. Uh, yeah, the guy called back uh, the reserve armies before he could pull it off. Yeah, that's what happened. Oh yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I remember no, him being yeah. very pissed off at them because they called. Called both of them into the office, or one of them called them in the office, and he goes, "What the hell do you think you were doing?" Uh, but I think he it was Heimlin, Heimlin. Yeah, Heimlin wasn't, wasn't there. there. He was one of the. I think it was an SS general, one of the close confidants of the Fuhrer, and they wanted to get them both at once. Right. So they called it and, off because of that. But he was me. trying to go Might on it wrong. anyway, and like because they were like, "Yep, don't do it." And then yeah. the other guy was like, "Do it." No, that was the second time. Yeah, that was the second time mm-hmm. when they were out in the hut. Yep, that was the explosives guy that said, "Do it." Well, yeah, that's the second time I remember that. Because that's why this that explosives got, guy came in. No, this was one, because the first one, they got called to the office because they. Mobilized the, the reserves. Yeah. And they got chewed out. The The guy was there the second time to have somebody that wasn't in a political seat to let him know, do it or not. Give me your assessment, not just a political assessment. And that's when he said, do it. And that was the second attempt. And the bomb actually went off that time. But, but he died. Yeah. And he hadn't managed to cut the fuse on the second bomb to make it go off. So through. <clears throat> so he was and already at a disadvantage. Randomly, the... Hitler had decided to use the the hut, hut type deal. Yeah, hut. the because they first they would meet in the vacation bunker. home instead of the bunker. Right, because the first attempt was in the bunker. Because they said even if the bomb doesn't kill him right away, the concussion of it would kill everybody in there. Yeah. But when they went outside, there was that chance that it might not kill him. Mm-hmm. And he, he legitimately, in his mind, he, I think he thought he killed him. Cause he, but well, I mean, like, there was everybody no thought that they killed him. Well, there was and, no confirmation. Yeah, there was though. no confirmation, yeah. but, like, everybody who was involved and in managed to bluff a large point killed him. Yeah. It was almost looking like he was going to win regardless of Hitler's life. And, well, I, and I think it was all kind of the hindrances of General Albrecht. Well, he was the, the one that he was, was actually, supposed to activate the reserve the second time too, right? And get the other guy to sign off on it. And he waited three hours until he was already landed right back there before he mobilized the army. Well, and it, I think if he would have done that at the very beginning, like Logan said, I, they might have yeah. been able to bluff their way through and gotten everything under control. True. Also, the cutting communications that too. Uh, they that did that annoying. the the they did that the second so time. Yeah, huh. I thought that's the thing where Hitler made. That called then like two minutes later the movie showed the guy cutting communications no hmm. he cut communications before because they it was i can't remember who made the phone call but as soon as he was done the guy got back on there and was saying something and then he got off said pull all communications because mm-hmm. something you know something was wrong the explosion happened huh. that's it, where i think 
Albright, General Albright, kind of screwed them a little bit. Well, and see, in history, it said that all of this was his plan. It wasn't Stuffenberg's plan. It was Stuffenberg who was pretty much trying to accomplish it. He was kind of dragged into it. But it wasn't really his idea. He just kind of perfected it. Like, he... How did they phrase it? Well, in the movie, it was basically the bomb guy's plan. Or at least the bomb guy was one of the major planners. Well, Stauffenberg got Hitler, and talk about a tense situation, being in front of the Fuhrer and having him sign off on an altered Operation Valkyrie so they could do, eventually, what they tried to do. Because that that was another hinge point. Because Hitler had to sign off with the amendments that Stauffenberg did to the Operation Valkyrie plans by Hitler himself. Mm-hmm. And it was one of those deals where Hitler was just, oh, uh, drinks and cigars with all the guys. And it was basically like, I'm too important. This is kind of, why am I reading this? Okay, you know what you're doing. I'll just sign off on it. Go. And you always hear about all these powerful men or women get stuff just laid down in front of them. And the assistant says, I need your signature. And they just sign it without even reading it. Yeah. That's basically what Hitler did with <laughs> Operation Valkyrie. He signed the amendment to allow this plan to move forward. Because if uh, Hitler hadn't signed off on those plans, they were stuck right there, too. Mm Mm-hmm. So it was a very interesting movie. I mean, I enjoyed it, but it's like, wow. It's one of those... Go ahead, Logan. I'm sorry. Oh, no, I was just thinking of the him hailing Hitler with the no hand there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. True. There's a hint there that he is not actually going for you. <laughs> that he was not actually what? Going for you. When he was basically doing that, well, that was while he was talking to Hitler, right? I'm As not sure. The hail Hitler with no hand. Oh, that was... Near well, it wasn't. It was with that other general when they told him that you will say, "I will hear it before you leave this room." That was when they were getting chewed out. Yeah, so yeah, that's when it was. But Hitler, the one that I was thinking you were talking about, was when they were in Hitler's presence that first time to get the signed amendment, Mm -hmm. and Hitler goes up to him and takes his wrist. And mm-hmm. just kind of says, this is somebody that will do the ultimate sacrifice for me. And kind of praises him. And I, that's another thing why I think he just kind of glanced at some of the pages, then signed off on it. And mm-hmm. now their plan was in motion. But if he would have took the time to read that. Yeah, yeah I have even, it right here. It's like he might not have done it. Because <laughs> that was a hinge point where everything fell for that plan that Stauffenberg had to alter those plans for Operation Valkyrie. What would you find? Um I found the order, or the plans, actually. Oh. What he signed off on. But it's a lot. So. Yeah. yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, <laughs> You're not going to read it all, though. No. no, it's a lot. But the way that they begin it is the fear here, Adolf Hitler is dead. Yep. I I mean, you must have really not been paying attention if that was oh, No, that it. was... I think that was in the original yeah. plan, too. It was later on within there where they altered it, where the Stauffenberg, the office he was in, because he was the assistant to the reserve. He was like the second in command or third in command. I can't remember. And it was basically they were bypassing the regular chain and they would become in command. No other generals and even the SS would not have control of the, S- of the reserves, just that office. Mm-hmm. And that was, I think, the alteration or the amendment that they made. Yeah, just changing made who the control went to. Yeah. And I mean, for spy movie, and well, of course, 
course. Nope. It's not a spy. It's a true, based on a true story. I don't know how much they embellished. And Sometimes they do. Actually, if he did read it, that could also be just someone asking for the honor of controlling the reserves if such a thing happened, which might be a yeah, black be. mark anyways, considering such a thing to be able to happen. But <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it could be a Hitler could have seen him as a play for power for he, that individual. That he well. might have said, and he might have went with it or he might not have you never at that point in time with hitler he was starting to lose it so you never know what you're going to get and you can kind of tell by the actor that portrayed him who did hitler he portrayed that really well in how his eyes he was uh, david bamber the way his eyes kind of were unfocused and he was kind of wobbled his head a few times and you can tell that this was the adolf that was a little getting unhinged and not quite in coherent state of mind Mm -hmm. but but this is one where you know it's kind of hard to watch because you know what's going to happen yeah (laughs) and i mean like you know seems so much like it says it's been out since 2008 and people have probably already seen it they know what happens but we're not gonna reveal it you look up the right history you know what happens too well and see right yeah it's true just look at the dates and you kind of know what's gonna happen too (laughs) because i've never seen the movie i kind of knew about the different assassination attempts on hitler but not any specifics so to me this was a new movie but because of the dates you knew the timeline you knew it failed you knew it was an assassination attempt on hitler and based off of real story actually sticking to it yeah you knew it failed because hitler went and killed himself in the end yeah, well... Or theoretically, some people theorize otherwise. Yeah, well, because his body was never recovered uh, in the bunker. That's well, neither right. was um, his girlfriend's body. I don't Because mm-hmm. they supposedly... Um, that's where all the, the theories of, yeah. did they survive or not? Because yeah. they supposedly drank the poison together. Um, and if they survived, there's a high chance they're dead by now, but eh, there's still a few well, people. Well, it's not necessarily yeah. him, it's his ideal. It's, it's still going strong. And mm-hmm. they always thought, what, down in South America somewhere, was it Argentina area that they think the Nazis went to hmm. for shelter? And they think Hitler eventually got there as well. So, uh, who knows? Hmm. No clue. When they don't find a body, you're going to have yeah, all you're different have all kinds theories. of conspiracy yeah. theories. So, mm-hmm. who knows, who knows, who knows. But all in all, it was a good movie. It's a good piece of history that most people probably don't realize. Because they probably just say, oh, it was World War II. No, right. th- nobody in that country deserved to be alive. Yeah. Even without the straight-up attacking Hitler ones, there's stories of great people that side, too. Basically oh, yeah. disregarding or circumventing orders. Well, I mean, look yeah, at the story of Anne Frank. Mm-hmm. Yeah. True. So this is one where it's the unsung or forgotten people of the war. Heroes, to a degree, uh, because nobody really knew what happened. And would and if people don't watch this movie, would they even know? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, <clears throat> like, I didn't even know anything about this until after I watched the movie. And then I was like, oh, let me do some research. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, got it. Got it. Got it. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Makes sense. Well, it was kind of, like I said, he, uh, Stauffenberg seemed to me to be a little bit one-sided. He didn't want to deviate. What always kind of floored me was after the first attempt, they didn't give much time between the second attempt. And you think there would have been a little bit longer time just to kind of reformulate the plan a little bit better. Mm-hmm. But I guess they were thinking they had to do it, so they mm-hmm. moved forward. And I think it was less than a month or two months mm-hmm. they were doing it the second time. Wow. It seems like. I can't remember the exact timeline that was in the movie, unless you can, Jonathan. I can't. <laughs> you just watched it. I know. 
you didn't read the dates at the bottom of the screen? I, no. <laughs> I kind of caught a few of them, and then I was like, oh. I know I that some. was March 1929. No. Uh, That's the wrong war. <laughs> well, 1944? 1944. July 20th, 1944. <laughs> Just a decade or two off there, John. Yep. <laughs> 15 <Ooh>. years. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> but I thought all the actors did a good job. Like I said, the trailer kind of lets you think it's going to be, and even the back of the movie deal kind of says, oh it's an action thriller it's not but really. no it's it it's, is a thriller it's but a not thriller, action but it's it's slow it's not an action yeah it's, it's interesting yeah i think i thought it was interesting but yeah it's more of a thriller than an action thriller mm-hmm. <laughs> was yeah. almost all the fighting is done by bluff true that There's is true a small firefight near the end too but yeah pretty much everything is bluff no, which that happens. Bluff until you win, <laughs> which almost happened. And that's why I said it turned into a spy thriller, mm-hmm. more more or less. A covert spy action thriller, I guess. Uh-huh. There you go. <laughs> uh, anything else, Jonathan, that you want to bring out about it? No. We're going to move on then and just want to say thank you to a few people. We don't have any tweets this go around. Uh-huh. I, I left them at the house, but that's my fault. But we do want to say thank you to a couple of the, the pod catchers that are out there that have picked us up. Uh, we have Pod Chaser. We have Player FM, Listen Notes, UBook out of Portugal of all places, and the Android podcast app has picked us up as they just grabbed us and said, well, you're on our list now, and they're letting their listeners determine if they want to listen to us or not. But we're on their list as a podcast to look at. So that's cool of them to do that for us. We are growing. We are growing. Yes. Uh, if anybody wants to get in touch with us, when I can remember to bring them from the house, <laughs> you can tweet us or message us through Facebook. Just look up Comic Pop Library. Like us there. We'll read them on the air. You can also email us at admin at comicpoplibrary.com. And yes, I am forgetful sometimes, but we will get them read eventually on one of the recordings. Back to Valkyrie. This is one like Jonathan says. This is one like Jonathan said. It is from 2008, so it is an older movie. So this is one that's probably been in libraries collections. Uh, if you've never put it there, and you can, and this was one that'll probably you could probably pick up fairly inexpensively that you could add to your collection. And once it has its run, you could probably just interlibrary loan it. If you don't have the money, definitely interlibrary loan this. Let your history buffs, your World War II buffs, mm-hmm. you know, they have people that really enjoy this time frame and era and really want to research this stuff. It might be a new slant that they've never thought of before and give them a new avenue to research of the different assassination tips on Hitler's life and the unsung people that tried to do that and end the war quicker. Mm-hmm. Whether it would have been any better or not, you never know yeah. who was in power. You know, that was that's always a question that's unanswered because the, yeah. they all failed <laughs> until V-Day, VE Day happened. So it's so if you're a history buff, uh, even if you're a war movie buff, I could see you putting in this in your personal collection. Right. I think it warrants a spot. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you would watch it all the time, maybe uh, not, maybe but not. I, maybe occasionally pull it back out yeah. and rewatch. Yeah, it's not it's, like me with my saw. <laughs> not as bloody. Not enough blood. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> it is only PG-13, so sorry, Jonathan. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, 
But if you're interested in, you know, picking it up, it should be inexpensive on the aftermarket somewhere to pick it up to add to your personal collections. That, but it's PG-13, like I said. I think, yeah, teenagers and up is fine with it. Yeah. In your household, that's no problem. Uh, it might stir up some conversations about World War II and some stuff within the family and even maybe take them back to their history teachers. Who knows? Never know. Mm-hmm. But I think that's going to pretty much do it for us this time around. We've been having fun visiting about Valkyrie. Mm-hmm. We hope everybody out there has been having fun listening to us. We will see everybody on the flip side. Bye now. Bye. See ya. I can see it all so clear. Please believe me. I really had something to say. But now it's bye-bye to my thinking. Now that my thinking's gone, I got nothing to say. Determination. I know that I have got to persist. Just gotta Thank you for listening to Comic Pop Live. We welcome your comments and suggestions by emailing us at admin at comicpoplibrary.com. All emails submitted become the property of Comic Pop Library and are subject for use in our show. We would also appreciate it if you would spread the word about Comic Pop Library by posting about us on Twitter, Facebook, or just tell someone about us. This podcast is not endorsed by any publisher, distributor, or studio, and it is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. The views and comments of the show hosts are their own, and are not reflective of any business, entity, or organization associated with ComicPopLibrary.com.